Section 20 of The Reconciliation of Races and Religions by Thomas Kelly Chain. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Part 5. A series of illustrative studies bearing on comparative religion. 18. Or with the Bob. 19 letters of the living of the first unity. The letters of the living were the most faithful and most gifted of the disciples of the so-called gate or point. See Traveller's Narrative. Introduction. Page 16. Babul Bab. Aga Muhammad Hassan, his brother. Aga Muhammad Baqir, his nephew. Aga Mulla Ali Bustani. Janabe Mulla Khodabaksh Gutshani. Janabe Hassan Bajastani. Janabe Aga Sayyid Hussein Yardi. Janabe Mirza Muhammad Ruzi Khan. Janabe Sayyid Hendi. Janabe Mulla Mahmud Khoyi. Janabe Mulla Jalil Orumiye. Janabe Mulla Muhammad Abdul Maraqai. Janabe Mulla Baqir Tabrizi. Janabe Mulla Yusuf Ardabili. Mirza Hadi, son of Mirza Abdul Wahab Qazvini. Janabe Mirza Muhammad Ali Qazvini. Janabe Tahire Hazrat Quddus. Titles of the Bab, etc. There is a puzzling variation in the claims of Ali Muhammad. Originally, he represented himself as the gate of the city of knowledge, or, which is virtually the same thing, as the gate leading to the invisible twelfth imam, who was also regarded as the essence of divine wisdom. It was this imam who was destined as Qa'em, he who is to arise to bring the whole world by force into subjection to the true God. Now, there was one person who was obviously far better suited than Ali Muhammad, the Bab, to carry out the program for the Qa'em, and that was Hazrat Quddus, to whom I have devoted a separate section. For some time, therefore, before the death of Quddus, Ali Muhammad abstained from writing or speaking ex cathedra as the returned Qa'em. He was probably called the point. After the death of this heroic personage, however, he undoubtedly resumed his previous position. On this matter, Mr. Leslie Johnston remarks that the alternation of the two characters in the same person is as foreign to Christ's thought as it is essential to the Bob's. Footnote, some alternatives to Jesus Christ, page 117, end footnote. This is perfectly true. The divine human being, called the Messiah, has assumed human form. The only development of which he is capable is self-realization. The imamate is little more than a function, but the messiahship is held by a person, not as a mere function, but as a part of his nature. This is not an unfair criticism. The alternation seems to me, as well as to Mr. Johnston, psychologically impossible. But all the more importance attaches to the sublime figure 
of Baha'u'llah, who realized his oneness with God, and whose forerunner is like unto him, the Bab. The following utterance of the Bab is deserving of consideration. Quote, then, verily, if God manifested one like thee, he would inherit the cause from God, the one, the unique. But if he doth not appear, then know that verily God hath not willed that he should make himself known. Leave the cause then to him, the educator of you all, and of the whole world. End quote. The reference to Baha'u'llah is unmistakable. He is one like thee, that is, Azal's near kinsman, and is a consummate educator, and God's manifestation. Another point is also important. The Bab expressed a wish that his widow should not marry again. Subh Azal, however, who was not even in theory a monogamist, lost no time in taking the lady for a wife. He cannot have been the Bob's successor. Letter of One Expecting Martyrdom Footnote, the letter is addressed to a brother. Quote, he is the compassionate. Superscription. O thou who art my pibla, my condition, thanks to God, has no fault, and to every difficulty succeedeth ease. You have written that this matter has no end. What matter then has any end? We at least have no discontent in this matter. Nay, rather we are unable sufficiently to express our thanks for this favour. The end of this matter is to be slain in the way of God, and oh, what happiness is this! The will of God will come to pass with regard to his servants. Neither can human plans avert the divine decree. What God wishes comes to pass, and there is no power and no strength but in God. O thou who art my Qibla, the end of the world is death. Every soul tastes of death. If the appointed fate which God, mighty and glorious is he, hath decreed overtake me, then God is the guardian of my family, and thou art mine executor. Behave in such wise as is pleasing to God, and pardon whatever has proceeded from me, which may seem lacking in courtesy, or contrary to the respect due from juniors and seek pardon for me from all those of my household, and commit me to God. God is my portion, and how good is he as a guardian. End quote. The Baha'i View of Religion The practical purpose of the revelation of Baha'u'llah is thus described on authority. To unite all the races of the world in perfect harmony, which can only be done, in my opinion, on a religious basis warfare must be abolished and international difficulties be settled by a council of arbitration this may require further consideration it is commanded that everyone should practice some trade art or profession work done in a faithful spirit of service is accepted as an act of worship Mendicity is strictly forbidden, but work must be provided for all, a brilliant anticipation. 
there is to be no priesthood apart from the laity early christianity and buddhism both ratify this teachers and investigators would of course always be wanted the practice of asceticism living the hermit life or in secluded communities is prohibited monogamy is enjoined baha'u'llah no doubt had two wives this was for the hardness of men's hearts he desired the spread of monogamy education for all boys and girls equally is commanded as a religious duty the childless should educate a child the equality of men and women is asserted a universal language as a means of international communication is to be formed abdul baha is much in favour of esperanto the noble inventor of which sets all other inventors a worthy example of unselfishness gambling the use of alcoholic liquors as a beverage the taking of opium cruelty to animals and slavery are forbidden a certain portion of a man's income must be devoted to charity the administration of charitable funds the provision for widows and for the sick and disabled the education and care of orphans will be arranged and managed by elected councils the new dispensation the contrast between the old and the new is well exemplified in the contrasting lives of ramohan roy debendranath tagore and keshab chandrasen as an indian writer says quote, the sweep of the new dispensation is broader than the brahmo samaj the whole religious world is in the grasp of a great purpose which in its fresh unfolding of the new age we call the new dispensation the new dispensation is not a local phenomenon it is not confined to calcutta or to india our brotherhood is but one body whose thought it functions today it is not topographical it is operative in all the world religions End quote. footnote compare august sabatier on the religion of the spirit and mozumdar's work on the same subject End footnote. Quote, no full account has yet been given to the new brotherhood's work and experiences during that period men of various ranks came drawn together by the magnetic personality of the man they loved knowing he loved them all with a larger love his leadership was one of love and they caught the contagion of his conviction and so if i were to write at length i could cite one illustration after another of transformed lives lives charged with a new spirit shown in the work achieved the sufferings borne the persecutions accepted deep spiritual gladness experienced in the midst of pain the fellowship with god realized day after day benoyendra nat sen the spirit of the new dispensation the test of a religion is its capacity for producing noble men and women manifestation god himself in his inmost essence 
cannot be either imagined or comprehended, cannot be named. But in some measure he can be known by his manifestations, chief among whom is that heavenly being, known variously as Michael, the Son of Man, the Logos, and Sophia. These names are only concessions to the weakness of the people. This heavenly being is sometimes spoken of, elusively, as the face or name, the gate and the point of knowledge. See page 174. The manifestations may also be called manifestors or revealers. They make God known to the human folk, so far as this can be done by mirrors, and especially as Tagore has most beautifully shown in his inexhaustible love. They need not have the learning of the schools. They would mistake their office if they ever interfered with discoveries or problems of criticism or of science. The Bab announced that he himself owed nothing to any earthly teacher. A heavenly teacher, however, if he touched the subject, would surely have taught the Bab better Arabic. It is a psychological problem how the Bab can lay so much stress on his signs, ayat, or verses, as decisive of the claims of a prophet. One is tempted to surmise that in the Bab's Arabic work there has been collaboration. What constitutes signs or verses? Professor Brown gives this answer. Footnote, e.g. Brown, J.R.A.S. 1889, page 155, end footnote. Quote, Eloquence of diction, rapidity of utterance, knowledge unacquired by study, claim to divine origin, power to affect and control the minds of men. End quote. I do not myself see how the possession of an Arabic which some people think very poor, and others put down to the help of an amanuensis, can be brought within the range of messianic law. It is spiritual truth that we look for from the Bab. Secular wisdom, including the knowledge of languages, we turn over to the company of trained scholars. Spiritual truth, then, is the domain of the prophets of Baha'ism. A prophet who steps aside from the region in which he is at home is fallible like other men. Even in the sphere of exposition of sacred texts, the greatest of prophets is liable to err. In this way, I am bound to say that Baha'u'llah himself has made mistakes, and can we be surprised that the almost equally venerated Abdul Baha has made many slips? It is necessary to make this pronouncement, lest possible friends should be converted into seeming enemies. The claim of infallibility has done harm enough already in the Roman Church. Baha'u'llah may no doubt be invoked on the other side. This is the absolutely correct statement of his son, Abdul Baha. Quote, he, Baha'u'llah, entered into a covenant and testament with his people. He appointed a centre of the covenant. He wrote with his own pen, appointing him the expounder of the book. 
End quote. Footnote, Star of the West, 1913, page 238. End footnote. But Baha'u'llah is as little to be followed on questions of philology as Jesus Christ, who is not a manifester of science, but of heavenly law. The question of sinlessness I postpone. End of section 20. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. Recorded in Oxford, England.